I'm sure you heard of Dracula, the blood-sucking vampire character that was actually created by Bram Stoker in 1897. But I also hope you know that this character was inspired by a real-life person, Vlad the Impaler. Vlad Tepes III was born in 1431 in Transylvania, where like southern Romania is now. His last name, Dracul, was given to him by his father, who was a member of the Dragon Order. It was like a secret Christian, like a Christian order that was or that was started by the Holy Roman Emperor. So the name Dracul carried a lot of a lot of significance. His father ruled a small town called Malaysia. And Malaysia and Trans Transylvania were in the middle of a war between the Christians, the Christian slash Catholic Europeans, and the, the Ottoman Empire, you know, the Turks, and they were Muslim. The Muslim Turks tried to push west into Europe, but the Eastern European Christians slash Catholics tried to defend their land and even push further into the Ottoman Empire. 1442. Sultan Murad II actually wanted to bring Vlad over to have a diplomatic meeting because he wanted to find a way to get Vlad to prove his loyalty to the Ottoman cause. Vlad actually didn't support invasion by the Ottoman Empire, so Murad was, he obviously was upset about that. So he ordered him to come down to see him and Vlad actually brought his two younger sons, Vlad III, who we're talking about now, and his other son, Radu. They found out that this whole thing is a trap. All three of them are arrested on site. Radu and Vlad III are obligated to stay behind as the father has to prove his loyalty to Ottoman Empire cause. So while Vlad and Radu are under captivity of the Ottomans, they learn art, science, philosophy, um, Vlad actually learns how to become a skilled horseman and a warrior. There were some rumors going around that he was held in prison and was tortured during his time. And he also saw the impalement technique used by the Ottomans that would become very famous later on in the story. The rest of his family, however, was, was brutally murdered. His dad, who had run back to Alatia to rule Alatia, was ousted by the boyars which is basically like warlords. And then he was killed in 1447 by the river. Also his brother, other, um, Vlad's other brother, Mercia, was captured, blinded, tortured, and then murdered as well. So obviously this is already motivation. This is already something that he has against the Ottomans. Okay, you now have the blood of my father and my brother on your hands. So it was already beef when I see you, you know. Shortly after these incidents, for some reason, they set, the Ottomans set Vlad free. <laughs> they set Vlad free for some reason. I don't understand why. I guess they felt as if like he was already morally defeated, but then this, this only fueled him to do more damage, to fuel him to become one of the most ruthless and most cruel leaders of this time. Constantinople had actually been taken by the Ottomans in 1453. Also, Vlad III was declared the ruler of Relatia by default because his father was killed. So he held he held up against an Ottoman invasion. Like he held up and he cut off the head of his of his enemy in combat. 
So obviously he's now proven as a warrior. The Ottomans have trained up a, a monster in their own ranks. They trained him up. So this this is this is their fault. This is their monster that they've actually created. But however, the lands of Galatia were war torn and it was a bunch of feuds going on with the boyers. So in order to really solve any issues with the boyers, he he invited hundreds of them for dinner. To which they had been stabbed. He stabbed all of them. And then while their bodies were still twitching, he impaled them. So now you're probably thinking, what is impalement? Hold on, we, 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 can, can I, I, I'm going to have to read this definition to you. I'm going to read this definition to you of impalement. Just hold on. Impaling is a particularly gruesome form of torture and death. A wood or metal pole is inserted through the body, either front or back, or vertically through the rectum or, or vagina, okay? The exit wound could be near the victim's neck, shoulders, or mouth. In some cases, the pole was rounded, not sharp, to avoid damaging internal organs and thereby, pro thereby prolonging the suffering of the victim. The pole was raised vertically to display the victim's torment. It could take hours or days for the impaled person to die. So Vlad was out here making human shish kebabs. Like, bro, this man was making human kebabs. Like, that's, wow, okay. Like, <laughs> this man is ruthless. This impalement technique would become very popular among Vlad as he kills dozens of Saxon merchants. Even Ottoman diplomats came over to try to talk some peace talks. And as they were Muslim and they were religious, they did not remove their hats when they entered the building. You know, they said, oh, it's, it's, it's part of our religion. I'm sorry, we can't remove our hats. So, Vlad commends them on their commitment to their religion and then makes sure that their hats are permanently on their heads by nailing them to their skulls. This man is unbelievable. He literally nailed the hats to their skulls. Bro, this, this man is a bro. You can't mess with this dude. You you see what he's willing to do. You can't do what can you do with him? So obviously Vlad was a very successful military leader because he obviously put fear in the his opponents with the fear with the, the thought of being impaled by a metal rod. I'm pretty it's pretty scary. So, in his own words, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read what he says. I have killed peasants, men and women, old and young, who lived in Oblasica and Novoselo, where the Danube flows into the sea. We have killed 23,884 Turks, without, without counting those whom we burnt in homes, or the Turks, whose heads were cut by our soldiers. Thus, your highness, you must know that I have broken the peace. Well, whoa, what did you know? Obviously, you broken the peace. You killed, you're killing 20,000 people. I think that's severing the peace. 
very, very clean cut down the middle. Very good sever. There's actually been rumors that Vlad would sit down and eat next to the victims that he had impaled. Imagine you're sitting there, you have a metal rod up your, your, your cavity, out through your mouth, and you're just sitting there watching somebody eat their food. Just willy-nilly, just eat their food. And there was even rumors that he dipped his bread in the blood of his victims. So obviously we can see where Stoker drew the Dracula influence because the blood, but that's, that's sick. That's sick. The, the man is bleeding on the metal rod and you just, you, you just take your, you take your breadcrumb and just, Oh, here's his arm. Just, just dip it. Just dip it. Like, like it's some, you just dipping it. Like, like you dip nuggets and ranch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just like, Whoa, like this, what, what this man is a psychopath. Like, how do you how do you control that? This man is literally, uh, according to urban legend, folklore, like, we don't know if it's true or not. But if it is, this dude is a sicko. A complete sicko. All in all, it is said that Vlad has had killed over 80,000 people in total. Not including the over 20,000 that he impaled. Bro. It got to the point where an Ottoman general was coming to attack him, saw all the bodies that were impaled, saw that the bodies were decaying, they had a terrible stench, they were getting picked at by crows, and he retreated. Vlad made the enemy retreat without even engaging his army. The fear factor is on a billion right now. Imagine having to make, imagine making your enemy retreat and you don't even have to fight them. That's ridiculous. That, that's, that's goat stuff right there. Unfortunately, in 1462, he was captured and imprisoned in Hungary, in Hungary by a Czech commander named John Jiskra. Jiskra? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And there were terms that he could only leave if he converted to Catholicism. But anyway, he was imprisoned until 14... 75 in Vesigrad. If, if I'm doing these pronounced pronunciations wrong, I apologize. But Vesigrad, 1476. Vlad and his group of soldiers were ambushed, where Vlad was killed and beheaded, and his head was delivered back to Constantinople. I keep saying Constantinople. Constantinople as a trophy above the city. Human shish kebab maker. That's what I'm gonna call him. He's the human shish kebab maker. This man literally drove a stake through people and just hung them up. Like, it's almost like a form of crucifixion in a way. So this man obviously is a, a ridiculous dude. Like, you don't want, you don't, I don't want no beef. Like, like, when I first thought, I thought he was just like a dude who just walked around and started stabbing people, like, kind of like a, like a Jack the Ripper type, but like a different era. But I see now. So I'm excited to dive into this. So definitely drop some more people in the comment section. I saw some for Charles Manson, King Leopold, for some other, for some other, like, killers. A lot of stuff, like, killers and stuff. Man, we, we got, we definitely can dive deep.
Anyway, thank you again for watching. Definitely leave a, leave a like if you enjoyed this video. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the channel. Don't forget to share my video wherever you share videos at. Definitely leave your suggestions on who else I should do a history's biggest villains on. Anyways, I'm out. Peace.